biology. 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 Hello and welcome to another episode of the HSC Biology Podcast. Today's episode is another Long Read Sunday and today's article is New Split Drive System Puts Scientists in the Gene Driver Seat. So today's article is all about another new form of biotechnology called gene drives. If you haven't heard of a gene drive before, they're pretty interesting. The way I like to think about them is they are similar to selective breeding but for your DNA. So when um, animals have offspring, there's a you know 50% chance they'll inherit one trait or another, and there's obviously a lot more to it than that, as we know. But the idea is that the traits you inherit are random. With gene drives, it's kind of like switching on a um, certain part of the DNA so that you only inherit the desired trait. So we're able to, in some way, stimulate this uh, gene drive so that we get favorable traits or we switch off certain genes, which is what this story is all about. So this um, article is about using these gene drives and... um, manipulating the DNA in such a way that we remove potential infection or um, infective agents like malaria from a population. Now, there's lots of controversy around this concept because if we put this gene drive into a population, how do we stop the drive from functioning? How do we stop the um, drive from getting out into the population and potentially causing an infective agent to then be you know propagated throughout a uh, a community and so there's not been a really good way to stop this from happening until recently and again they're as i said before they're leveraging crispr technology in order to minimize the effect of this gene drive over multiple generations so i'll read through the article and then i'll sort of explain a couple things as we go through So-called gene drives, which leverage CRISPR technology to influence genetic inheritance, carry the promise of rapidly spreading specific genetic traits throughout populations of a given species. Gene drive technology applied in insects, for example, are being designed to halt the spread of devastating diseases such as malaria and dengue by preventing mosquito hosts from becoming infected. In agricultural fields, gene drives are being developed to help control or eliminate economically damaging crop pests. But along with the capacity to alter populations, concerns have been raised regarding the long-term effects of these transformative new technologies in the wild. Researchers and ethicists have voiced questions about how gene drives, once turned loose into a regional population, could be held in check if necessary. Now, researchers at the University of California, San Diego, Tata Institute for Genetic and Society, TIGS, at UC San Diego and their colleagues at UC Berkeley have developed a new method that provides more control over gene drive releases. Details of the new split drive are published in March 5 in the Nature Journals. The most common gene drives employ a two-component system that feature a DNA-cutting enzyme called Cas9 and a guide RNA or gRNA that targets cuts at specific sites in the genome. Following the Cas9 gRNA cut, the gene drive, along with the cargo it carries, is copied into the break site through a DNA repair process. While classic gene drives are designed to spread autonomously, the newly developed system is designed with controls that separate the genetic implementation process. The split drive system consists of a non-spreadable Cas9 component inserted into one location in the genome and a second genetic element that can copy itself 
along with a beneficial trait at a separate site. When both elements are present together in an individual, an active gene drive is created that spreads the element carrying the beneficial trait to most of its progeny. Yet when uncoupled, the element carrying the beneficial trait is inherited under typical genetic inheritance rules or Mendelian frequencies rather than spreading unrestrained. As described in the Nature Communications paper, by creating slight fitness costs that eventually eliminate the Cas9 enzyme from the population, the split drive system vastly increases control and safety of genetic deployments. Studying drives in essential genes is not a novel idea per se, but we observed that certain split situations were able to spread a cargo effectively upon a first introduction while leaving no trace of Cas9 after a few generations, as well as few mistakes in the DNA repair process that got rapidly diluted out. Now, the article goes on and just talks about how it can be used flexibly and um, for a few different things, but the main part of the article uh, is the previous chapter that I just read. So what they're saying is the gene drives are now a two-part system, a Cas9 cutting enzyme and the DNA drive part that is going to replicate the gene that is favorable. Now when they're both inserted together, they both function to create the necessary trait that we want and that gets spread through a population. But the Cas9 system doesn't get passed on or at least if it does, it reduces in its efficacy. And when that happens, that means that, like in the article it said it costs something, it's a fitness cost, um, because it's not going to be transmitted to the next generation, that means the gene drive won't work. So it needs both components in order to work, however the Cas9 system is not inheritable. And that is minimizing the idea that that gene drive could then spread through the population, it's only for the next generation that we need it which is pretty cool. So um, a pretty interesting article there relating to you know new biotechnology and um, the function of minimizing disease and the spread of um, really common diseases like malaria and dengue, which are both in the, uh, in the HSC biology syllabus. Uh, and you know the idea is that these biotechnologies are always evolving and they're always improving and, and the overall aim should be to improve humanity and minimize the damage to, to organisms over a lifetime. So I hope that was useful today, guys. Um, and if you have any good articles that you've read throughout the week that you want me to check out and read on the podcast, please link it in the, uh, in the comments or uh, just send it through on the Facebook page. I appreciate you guys listening and I'll see you again next week.